It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Reds fans? My name is Jeff Carr, and you are Locked On Reds. And here we go. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on this Monday. Today, we're going to take a quick look at the weekend that was for the Reds. A brief look ahead at the week that's coming and take some Locked On Reds line voicemail texts. Uh, I think it's a couple of texts for today, but we'll do that in the second half of the show. But before we get to all of that, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. The best way to get a new episode each and every day goes right into your queue. Hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to today. Also, find us on Twitter at Locked On Reds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. And save that Locked On Reds line number into your phone 513 549 0159. It takes calls and it takes texts. And after the weekend that was, that's the kind of kind of good weekend for some reactions that's why i figured it'd be good to take a look at some of those today and we've got a stretch of 10 games that if you're still on the bandwagon that believes that the reds can make a run and sneak on into these playoffs these next 10 games are it they've got to do it right now because they've got the Padres, Pirates, and Marlins, not necessarily in that order, because I think it's the Padres, Marlins, and Pirates. Coming up, they've got to make hay against these teams. We're going to talk about that in just a moment, though. But let's take a look at the weekend that was. So the Reds do what the Reds do, and they split a four-game series. I think they've split just about every four-game series they've had this year. Which, after the embarrassment that was the National Series, it's good to see them at least play well against the Cardinals, but they continue this narrative. And the absolute first thing I will think of, at least when it comes to the narrative, the story of the 2019 Reds, is that as fun as they were, as many awesome personalities as they had on the team, this, that, and the other. They did take a step forward in 2019. The narrative of 2019 is whenever you gave up on the Reds, they gave you reasons to hope. And whenever you thought the Reds were going to make a run, they gave you reasons to doubt. They did exactly what they had to do to keep you right in the middle. If you got too high, they brought you down. If you got too low, they brought you up. And who knows what's going to happen over these next 10 games. I mean, what we've seen out of the Reds, I believe it's probably going to be 5-5 five and five or 6-4, and four, something of that nature. But if they can... Really, if we're still talking about... And, I, and I'm not... I don't think I'm in the camp of the sneak on in anymore. I'm in the camp of let's get to 500. 
and even that still will require a good bit of winning for the rest of these games here. We've only got six weeks left of the regular season. But if they are going to hashtag sneak on in, they've got to win eight of these next ten at the minimum. You can only lose two to the Padres, Marlins, and Pirates. And before you say anything about the Pir- uh, the Padres, because the Padres themselves are kind of in the same boat as the Reds. They're taking a step in 2019 toward contention, but they're not necessarily contenders. The Reds, earlier this season, actually took a four-game series from the Padres. It's one of the couple of four-game series that they've won. They took three of four from San Diego in San Diego, but they're probably going to have to sweep them, probably sweep the Pirates in the coming weekend, which will be interesting because there are a number of guys who are due to come off of the injured list. Uh, You've got Derek Dietrich and Kurt Casale beginning rehab starts in Louisville here at the beginning of the week. Dietrich is slated to begin his rehab on Monday and Casale on Tuesday. Tuesday, which could be interesting for this roster that you have a bunch of young guys getting playing time. I could probably see Brian O'Grady get knocked back down to AAA for one of them. I'm not sure who else you send down to bring up either Casale or Dietrich in this scenario. And then you've got Joey Votto probably coming off the injured list right before the end of the Pirates series. Uh, They say that he'll be eligible to come off on Sunday. Now, I don't know if he will or not. We'll see if uh, he holds to the minimum timeline. But they did place him on the injured list on Sunday, retroactive to Wednesday, which is why he can come off on this coming Sunday. But that will continue to give Josh Van Meter some good playing time. He had some decent reps this weekend. Looked really good on Saturday taking a couple of walks, really good plate discipline. And Saturday as a whole, I got a chance to go down to the ballpark. I got to see a Reds win. I got to get a Johnny Bench bobblehead. And I got to see Aristides Aquino hit another home run. He did not hit one on Sunday. Went 0 for 2 with two walks. But he is the fastest rookie to 11 home runs. He beat out Reese Hoskins who did so a few years back, I believe it was in 2017, which that's good company to have because Reese Hoskins is the Phillies' middle-of-the-order, big bopper kind of guy. If the Reds can get that out of Aristides Aquino, that would be amazing. But also, uh, something that I heard after the game, Chick Ludwig on the Extra Innings show had mentioned that the only player in Major League Baseball in any year, not just in the rookie season and not just in his rookie season but the only player faster to 11 home runs in a season was Mike Schmidt and if the only player that you didn't beat out is Mike Schmidt you're doing something right so good on you Aristides Aquino I I I mean if you expect him to hit home runs at this pace moving forward then you don't know baseball but it's been a lot of fun to watch and I I see signs in him he's not a He's a very smart hitter. He does not chase a ton of bad pitches too often. Every now and then he does get beat, but pretty much every rookie does. I've seen some bad at-bats from Nick Senzel this year. It just happens. It's something that he will learn and something that he will adapt, and he seems to be a very teachable player. 
So moving forward, I see a lot from Aristides Aquino. We're going to keep talking about what's coming up this week, but i got to take a quick break here on the Monday edition of the Locked On Reds podcast. If you have not already done so, go and check out the Locked On Fantasy Football podcast. Vinny Iyer has over 20 years' experience of analyzing fantasy football, and if you are listening to the same things as everyone else, then you will be the same. As everyone else, Vinny Iyer will give you the edge on draft day and all season long with his expertise. And if you're like me and you've been focused a lot on the Reds and a lot on baseball, you need to catch up on fantasy football with your draft coming soon. As just like me, I've got one this coming Saturday and I need to study up. So check out Locked On Fantasy Football. I want to thank today's sponsor of the Locked On Reds podcast, Postmates. I tell you, it's that time of night. I'm recording here late Sunday night, and you kind of want a little snack. But sometimes you don't want to go out. In these situations, Postmates is the perfect thing. You download the Postmates app. You enter promo code LOCKEDON, and you're going to get $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you open your new profile just download the postmates app and enter promo code locked on you get postmates delivery for everything for food for groceries whatever you can think of when it comes to postmates for me i really love getting me some chipotle and they bring it right to my door i don't even have to get up off the couch and with that free delivery, that means that you're paying eight dollars and change, like eight seventy something, to get you a burrito brought right to you. You can't beat that. Pro- Postmates promo code locked on L O C K E D O N. Do it right now. Download the Postmates app and enter promo code locked on. New game day shirt, boom, cash back. Food for the tailgate. Boom, cash back. Even buying a round can earn you cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. In sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the win. But you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Did I mention there are no fees, period? This one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. I tell you, I mentioned fantasy football, but Locked On NFL is going to have you ready for the football season as a whole. Last week was one of the most listened to NFL shows in any podcast anywhere. With the expert analysis of former NFL scout Matt Williamson, and it's hosted by Brian Peacock, Locked On NFL is your daily national podcast on all things NFL football with Matt's unique take on the game. Follow Locked On NFL now on your favorite podcasting provider. Whatever you're listening to right now, go and check it out. Locked On NFL. You're listening to the Monday edition of the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the show. The weekend was a split for the Reds, and now they head into a 10 game stretch against losing teams that they've got to make hay with. And there was something else that I noticed that I wanted to talk about briefly about the weekend. And that was, on Sunday, Alex Wood's performance. And now, it wasn't great. You know, he gave up eight hits. He gave up four earned runs on five total 
runs. His ERA now in 24 and two-thirds innings pitch for the Reds this season. He's got a 5.9 ERA. And and you wonder, It's it, you're really going to have to see. I'm really looking at his remaining starts underneath a microscope. Because here's the deal. We talk about Anthony D. Sclafani. If you check out my work at Red Leg Nation, some of the things I've written about Anthony D. Sclafani, he is a cost-effective, average, fifth starter. You're not going to expect a Cy Young performance out of him, but you don't, you don't have to worry about too many games where you're giving up a ton of runs. He's going to give you a four and a half ERA, which means that for the most part, he's giving you a quality start. That's fine. And he's cost-effective because even this season, as he as he goes into another year of arbitration, he may be due a decent raise, but that may still only get him around like, you know, I don't know, six, seven million. I don't necessarily have any way of predicting that. That's just a guess. But that's cost-effective. Alex Wood right now is the second highest paid player on the team. It's Joey Votto, then it's Alex Wood. And then if you're talking about he's, he's going to be a free agent, so maybe he hits the market and he's got interest, so then you're in a bidding war. Or you give him a qualified offer and you got to pay him around $19 million for next year if he if you know he accepts it. So then you're talking about your second best pitcher is probably your biggest question mark on the rotation. Do we want to re-sign him? And then you have Kevin Gosman with an immaculate inning, the sixth ever immaculate inning in Reds history, which is hilarious because if you think about the guy who last did it, it was Drew Storen. He wasn't really around here very often. And Kevin Gosman, I don't know if they keep him or if they non-tender him because he's also going to arbitration and he's a non-tender candidate. He's making nine, well, he started this season making nine and a half million. The Reds are only owing him like two million and change of that. But when you look at the cost, and Gosman could be a back end of the rotation guy next season if you don't keep Alex Wood, but there's going to be some cost incurred there as both guys will be making over $10 million. Alex Wood will be making more than Kevin Gosman, but Kevin Gosman will still be making over $10 million next season. So it'll be interesting to see how the Reds approach that. We still have, like I mentioned, six weeks left, so you can probably envision, you know, seven, eight starts in there for Alex Wood to figure out exactly what we've got in him because he's a lefty starter. That's very valuable, but if he's going to come in there and give up four or five runs every single start, then that's not valuable at all, and you don't want that. But that being said, he still has time to prove himself. Real quick, I do want to talk about is something that I noticed, and we'll wrap up the podcast on this just real quickly. I saw that they announced some of the things, and you can go and look at all the specific stuff for it, for the final month of Marty Brenneman calling Reds games. And I know I, I did a kind of throwback Thursday during the off season earlier this year talking about Marty whenever he had announced that this was going to be his final season and what it's meant to listen to him growing up and growing up a Reds fan, you know, for almost 30 years now. Not that I remember every single 30 years, but, you know, whatever. Uh, He's always been the announcer ever since I was born. And 
they've got a lot of really awesome stuff. Like he's calling the game with Jeff Brantley on the concourse behind section 119, I believe it was. And that is on September 20th. And then his final game, September 26th, which is the last home game for the Reds, they're giving away, giving away a transistor radio to the first, I forget how many, I don't know if it was 20,000 or not, but they're giving away a radio to the first so many fans that come through the gates. And I think it's really awesome what they've done with Marty. And it's something that I remember him saying in years past that whenever he retires, he would just prefer to hang up his his headphones and just be like, all right, well, that was the last one, guys. Thanks so much, and I'll see you around. And he just kind of wanted to fade off into the sunset, and the Reds basically told him, we don't want you to do that. We want to spend an entire year celebrating you because he's been here so long, and he's been the voice of the Reds so long. I mean, so many people think of the Reds, and they think of Marty Brenneman when they think of the Reds. It's just the way it goes. Whether you love him or you hate him, and you've gotten, I know I've seen on the wonderful Twitterverse, some people seemingly annoyed with the way that he announces games, and he is critical, but he tells it like he sees it. That's something he's always done. It just so happens that the last decade or so, there's been a lot of bad that he's seen. So he's talking about a lot of bad stuff. just happens that way. But all in all, I I thought it was really cool, the different things that you can check out. And and September 26th is a day game. Um, But you can get that transistor radio, and you can be in the stands to see him call his last game. I'm still kind of figuring out what I want to do with that one myself. Do I want to be there, or do I want to be listening to the broadcast? I, I don't know. It, it it will definitely be an emotional day for Reds fans. As he had mentioned, he's not making the trip to Pittsburgh for the final series of the season. So essentially, the last time you will hear Marty Brenneman call a baseball game will be on September 26th. So, yeah, I mean, that's awesome. He's a, he's a Hall of Famer. He will always be synonymous with the Cincinnati Reds. Whenever you think of the Reds, that's one of the first guys that you're going to think of is Marty Brenneman. Because he's been here so long and he's done it such a high level for that long. And uh, definitely going to miss him after that point. But that's kind of a somber note to end the podcast on today. But, uh, you know, the Reds play the Padres today. And we'll see what Trevor Bauer gives them. That's going to do it for the Monday edition of the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to today. Go find us on Twitter, at LockedOnReds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. And then save the LockedOnReds line number in your phone, 513-549-0159. And I just realized I've gotten all in my head talking about the weekend, talking about what's coming up, talking about Marty Brenneman, that I was going to do some LockedOnReds line uh, texts and calls and stuff today, and I didn't get to them. We're going to get to them tomorrow, I promise. Won't forget going to hit that up so 513-549-0159 leave me a question leave me a comment leave me a rant something like that also go on to itunes leave a review preferably five stars i've seen a couple of them and i do very much appreciate them and i did see the one about a facebook live question and answer i'm planning on doing that i don't know if it's going to be facebook live i think it might be i might be going live on twitter um because I there's not actually a Lockdown Reds Facebook page. But going to be going live on Twitter this Saturday. 
for a live question and answer. It won't be podcasted. It'll be just something that's up on the Twitter page at Locked On Reds. So be looking for that. But we've got a good week ahead. We'll see what the Reds can do. Thanks so much for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr, and I hope you guys have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.